breaking it down, breaking it down. What's up with that Brent Cobb song? Morning going to come. My boy Alex Crosby's back with me in the studio. This life ain't for everybody. Breaking it down series. We'll talk about social media. We break a lot of stuff down today, but the social media is driving me nuts. We even have a little bet at the end of it. I'm fired up for this bet. Hopefully I can stick with it, win a little bit of moolah for my boy Alex. We have a bet. I hope you all like the uh, idea and the substance of the bet. Y'all ought to challenge yourself to the same one that here on this episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody. Breaking it down. Brought to you by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. The iconic. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. Jack Daniels, the old number seven. The Gentleman Jack. The Single Barrel. The Coy Hill. The Bonded. The Triple Mash. The Frank Sinatra. The Gold. All the flavors. The Tennessee Fire. The Tennessee Honey. The Tennessee Apple. It's the best. Lynchburg, Tennessee. Every drop is made right there in the great state of Tennessee. Lynchburg, the fine people of Lynchburg. 170 countries, Jack Daniel and their product line is sold, and every drop is made right there at the distillery in Lynchburg, Tennessee. If you get a chance, go to Lynchburg and go on the tour. It's masterful. It's genius. It's so engaging. The history, the story of Jack Daniels and his family and friends, they say that every day they make it, they're going to make it the best they can. Thank you to Tommy. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Casey. Thank you the entire crew in Lynchburg, Brown Foreman in Louisville, Kentucky. We're truly honored to be part of the Jack Daniels family. Today's episode of Breaking It Down right here at This Life Ain't For Everybody is also brought to you by the one and only Corning Ford. Check out the new Ford, the Super Duties, all the biggest selection of super duties in the western united states farming ranching hunting fishing outdoors construction military you name it go there get the experience that you deserve the buying experience the negotiation experience it's going to be a great day for you at corning ford get your truck designed and built out online and then go see paul and francis and the crew again at corning ford just north on i-5 of sacramento the state capital of california thank you paul thank you francis the entire family at corning ford for being the official truck of this life ain't for everybody and today's episode of this life ain't for everybody breaking it down series is also brought to you by a brand new partner four wheel parts to go on those trucks we work with the best four wheel parts.com the selection and product they have the diversity they have the knowledge and intellect they have on their entire offering and portfolio we truly believe in four wheel drive parts and they believe in our culture they support us we're proud to have them on here at this life ain't for everybody we're going to be breaking down more stuff about trucks in the near future but right now it's alex it's me it's social media other topics this life ain't for everybody breaking it down i hope y'all enjoy it you ever get like so into um how can i say this like every day it seems like all it is is projects or or relationships or and i'm talking business everything i'm about to say is about business job maintenance worrying about the economy the conversations I'm having are, hey, you know, this just happened. Oh, it's fucked. The news out of Traeger today. Okay. We'll talk about that off camera. It's not my business. But I, um, I, I, was, I was literally sitting in my house this morning, laying in my bed like this, and I got up and I opened the door. Wasn't even thinking an alarm goes off. Scares the shit out of everybody in the house. Mm-hmm. Get it turned off. I go out and I get in my hot tub. I can't relax. Thinking. Work. Work. What am I missing? Already missed two calls from the East Coast. How did I miss those calls? Well, my phone's on silent. Don't even remember putting it on silent. My point is, is like, I get out of the hot tub and I go into the pool and I'm trying to freaking get my mind right. I'm trying not to do business in the morning. I'm, I'm trying not to like wake up and look at Instagram and be so like 
why why do we do that like i want to break down today like this mentality that we're living in right now is literally and you and i'm sure there's individuals out there that'll tell you oh i'm living life to the fullest i'm seeing all the little things for what they're worth right dude i'm literally i'm sitting there going i'm sitting there there's a uh, another guy called me from new york he's a ny uh firefighter from new york that was in 9-11 that's hunting with us in September in, in upstate New York. And then he's going to take us to his precinct that he's retired from. And we get to go to the house and tour it and talk to his brothers and sisters. Slide down the pole. I'm going to do it all, but we're going to re- we're going to talk about nine 11. You know what I'm saying? Like we're literally not even picking up me and Jen. were talking yesterday. Dude, life is flying by. It's like every single day. You're just like, what the frick? It's Friday again. Oh, and me, my mentality is like, I want it to be Sunday. Cause I'm ready to go to work. And everybody's like, no, I want it to be Friday because I want the two days off. And then I'm sitting here going, dude, I'm not even stopping to smell the roses and, and, and live life the way that I was intended. And I do have a nice life. I'm not bitching. But I'm telling you, man, every, you sing- get bogged down is what you're every single move I make, Crosby, is literally about work. I, when my daughter's around. I lo- she's my everything. She's my world. I missed five volleyball tournaments in the past four months because of my mentality about work. And I said, that's it. I'm not missing them anymore. I can't because when she's 18 and not playing volleyball anymore, I'm going to be like, Oh shit. And when she's 18, and doesn't want to hang out with dad anymore. Exactly. Yeah. She's already there kind of for this little stage. She, sure. but I, I don't know if that makes sense to you in your life, but I am cre- I am literally creating my own stress and making manufactured stress. I'm manufacturing stress daily because I think I have to be at all of these places or thinking about all of these things and not dropping the ball. When in reality, if I just said, I'm not going to post on Instagram today. I'm not going to do stories today. I'm not going to do four podcasts today. The world wouldn't change. But then I'm like, well, how do you stay ahead? And what's the right balance? So today's episode of This Life Ain't For Everybody. Breaking It Down series with myself, Chad Building, and my good friend, one of my best friends, Alex Crosbo Crosby. Aldo, a lot of people call him, our kids call him Uncle Albie, is brought to you by the one and only Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. Enjoy it responsibly. Never allow underage drinking. Jack Daniels, the old number seven. I had a guy ask me today that just visited Lynchburg, said, what does the old number seven stand for? So I told him my theory that I've heard. He's like, well, I heard it was about Jack's seven girlfriends and mistresses. And I'm like, well, that's one. There's stories out there. So do yourself a favor and go read the folk paw, folklore, folklore about Jack Daniels and how they came up with old number seven. Um, What's the story behind the safe or something that? Well, that was how Jack died. He kicked his safe on accident. And yeah, because it wouldn't off. open. He went into work early. So they say on the tour, the moral of the story is don't go to work early because there was nobody there to save him, uh, get him to the hospital. And he just sat there with gangrene. And then it, he, he went and got his toes cut off and then they cut his leg off above the ankle. Then it was above the knee. Really? And then it set into his whole, it was too late. It had set into his whole body. And I think it took two years to kill him, but they say that's what got him. And isn't that, uh, <clears throat> Bob Marley died of a similar thing, right? He got a, yeah playing soccer and got some kind of infection in his toe and he didn't believe in going to doctors. That's like the Rastafarian way. So it just went out of control Spread and killed through his him. body bacteria. I'm sure. And so don't play soccer. Don't go to work early. My dad cut off his toes on a forklift accident and um, was in the hospital. They sewed him back on and thank God that he was still in the hospital when he developed gangrene and they had to go back in there and, and 
and, and treat that and do more surgeries to get rid of that. Really? Yeah. Might... He, he ended up keeping them all though? No, he only had two, he only had two and a half toes on one of his feet. Really? Yeah. Dumb mistake, dumb move. Um, when he was young or when he was older? 19, like right when, right when him and my mom and dad got married. My mom got home to his boots on the porch full of blood. One of his boots was full of blood. Mm. Got up on an L, uh, got up on a forklift on the forks where the guys operate it and the chain slipped and my dad went down and got his foot and boot in the chain Oof. while it was going down and just smoked him. That's why you're not supposed to stand on those. Jack Daniels. Thank you so much for supporting our culture. The new bonded, the new triple mash. Oh, so good. So good. You don't, I know that you don't drink during the week anymore and I don't either, but it's should always be at least one little nip. I'm back on the weekly thing. Oh, you are? Yeah. You really are. I just clean it up for a little bit. Now I'm back on. Um, did the did the the rodeo we talked about on the last episode? You don't get to party at all or drink during that at all. Does it drive you nuts not to be able to have a good time when you see the good time happening right before uh, your eyes? Yeah, you know, like I don't miss. I think we briefly talked about the jack tent. I don't miss that aspect of it. But like when I saw you guys in the jack box and you know, going up through the president's room and yeah, it's of course I didn't, I don't think I had any alcohol for like 20 days or maybe more. Uh, really? Yeah. That's a good, good run. Work, work all day and all night and go home and try and sleep a little bit and then back. And yeah, there's no like fun had there, you know, as far as that goes, a lot of, a lot of events, you know, you could sneak away and have a drink or whatever and hang out, but just too many hours I would fall asleep, you know? So yeah, no, I definitely miss it. And I miss seeing the events of the rodeo too. I haven't, dude. I haven't seen a rodeo in ten years now. I mean, I catch. I enjoyed it this year. It. I enjoyed it. I the it motor, the motorcycle jumping. But it was all the way at the hey, end. Is the right? Nitro Circus they, still popular? They just did an event here. I know, but I saw a picture. Where was it? Texas? Maybe of a baseball stadium, and it was empty during the event. The event here didn't do very good either, and I don't know if that was because it was here or what, but. I think a lot of their big name, like Travis himself, isn't jumping in that anymore. Does you he know, own it? Does Pastrana yeah. own that? And they and they made like a you know there's a tour that goes all over, but it's I don't I think it's I think in that sport right those those guys they they wash out pretty quick because they get hurt or whatever. So it's probably a bunch of guys nobody knows, and so maybe it's luster's worn off. I don't know. I've never been to one. I, I've never I never have either, but I'm. They did some of that at the rodeo this year. You know, I don't know if you saw that oh, yeah. at all. The the jumping, it's cool, but it's there's just it wasn't like it didn't have that feel. I think it's an ex rodeo guy that started that. He's called the Daredevil Cowboy or whatever. It didn't hit right for me. No, it I didn't just, hit right for anyone. You could see the crowd just emptying, like a few people would watch, but it's not the right thing, right? We discussed they should have a they should have a country singer go on every night at like Cheyenne Frontier Days. Yeah be badass they should be on top of that on top of the president's box and as soon as that last bull ride goes off he hits his first lick and you know concert concert right there would you open up the the arena for everybody to bombard the dirt i would think that concert they do on the dirt uh your buddy was there this year just awesome. more i mean oh it's a great it's a great concert venue it, especially for country music right i mean you're you're standing in a rodeo arena on the dirt. Like it's great. Yeah. Like you can't get any better. Nobody. I mean, I'm not saying nobody was in the stands, 
but everybody that was having fun and enjoying it was down on the dirt. You know, there was people up there watching from the seats, but I would have never watched from the seats if I went be down there. No, way, way some people it. like that. Yeah. Some people are cool with that. You know, the, the entertainer's goal is to make those people far away. feel like they're up front right. and with today's technology, the big screens and stuff, but I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't go to, I was at uh, some, where was I the other day where they told me a guy in Nashville said, Hey, if you go, to a game at the football stadium there that it's an absolute waste of time to be in a luxury box because it's so far up yeah like you're not even you're not even there to watch the game yeah you're just talking and he goes you're the food's there and there's a tv on the wall but you're not you can't see the players like you're so far away i i saw one san francisco giants game where uh somebody else bought the tickets and they were literally the last seat behind home plate as high and you're so far up there every hit you can't even tell the trajectory of the ball because you're so high up and all the players look like ants. It was the worst way to watch a baseball game. I never, I would never buy a, a ticket up there. If you're going to go drink beer and you know, some people like to just keep the stats and eat a hot dog. Great. But yeah, I want to be, I want to see it. I want to be down eye level. You have to be. Yeah. You, it's hard for me to go to shows now with <laughs> not being right up front or right there or on the backstage. field. Well, it's not about the backstage. It's more about, the intimacy, man. I just, I find myself, if I'm up in the stands, like if I'm up in the seats and the show's going on down there on the stage, I lose interest. Yeah. I'll just like, and I can't stand people that have conversations during shows, like especially in like a theater setting where it's like intimate and you're like in there. Uh, you know, I hate that. Like go out in the casino and talk, shut up and hear, let the guy or girl sing. But anyway, back to what I was saying is this whole deal about, are we missing life? Because there always has been a rigmarole of life. I don't want people thinking, whoa, you're acting like this isn't normal. Like this has been going on since the beginning of time in the workforce. I get that. But our lives are so much more consumed now than they were 20 years ago with bullshit. We fill our minds with stuff that really does not mean anything. You used to watch an episode of Cheers. Ha ha, that's funny. Go to bed. Now you go to bed and you, after you watch your episode of Cheers, if you have Hulu or whatever to watch reruns of Cheers, but whatever's on TV, and now you're on your deal. If you're not already watching Cheers from your phone or your iPad, now you're scrolling. And it's not just one app, it's several apps. But why? Like, have you thought about, like, why? What are you really getting out of it, this, this life? And I don't want it to just be centered around all social media. So my first question is why? And second off is how long do you go average per day of not touching your phone once your eyes open? To answer question one, it's, I truly believe it's the, like that fear of missing out, right? That's FOMO that they talk about. That's what people think they're missing. And we're all guilty of it. I shouldn't say people. We, we, we think we're missing something on there, right? Somebody's going to post something that's so great and we're going to miss it. But, that that's you know that rarely happens and never happens you know so we unfortunately and i include myself and you in this statement we use social media for business right so you're gonna look at it you know i I think it's great people that can go i'm going a month without it i post everything for our business you know what i mean you post everything for your personal which is your business you you might have people that are posting other things but you're watching all that stuff right that's part of your gig. So you're never going to get away from it. 
You could even try and hire someone to do it for you. I promise you, you can't get away from it. I can't get away from it. But if I have a discipline of doing it, like you're saying, for the, the, the brands, I don't have to scroll. I think you do. Because I think that's part, at least if now if you're talking for work, you're scrolling because you've got to interact with that platform as your business for it to grow. You know, that's part of it. You got to be on there. You know, you, you got to like other people's stuff and people are going to like your stuff. It's a, it, so do you have to do it? You know, we're probably do you discipline both, yourself not to no. go onto the, 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 the people that you don't, cause now you only see so much of a, of your, of the people you follow. And then when you're caught up, then it goes automatically now into reels or into other people's posts. Do you stop yourself and discipline yourself? Or are you like, oh, wow, like, look at this guy. He's catching a catfish with his hand. Like, who gives a shit, right? No, but, I, I'm, I'm as guilty as you are. No, I do not. I, 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 Dude, I sit there and look at it. I'm pretty good. If I'm around people, I don't do it. I am good about that. Like, if I have some other stimulation, then I don't, then I don't need it. But, yeah, when I'm sitting, like, I don't, I don't enjoy, I'm not, I don't have, like, a show that I'm watching right now. You know, I don't, I'm not doing that. So it's like, I'm looking at my phone, which I am good about. I don't get in bed and do it. You know what I mean? Like I'll look at it up until the point that I want to go to bed and then I, I'm done with it. Cause I, I could see where people are up till two, three, four in the morning. You just get, it's like a pacifier. Wait, dude. you do get in bed with your phone though? No, I put it on the charger. It's next to me, but well, I don't look at it. Well, okay. So what, a why do you have an alarm that you need to hear on it? No, but I mean. I got just like you, you got business stuff. I got, I got parents that might need to get a hold of me. I don't put it like in my other room and you know, I, I want to know if it rings at night or whatever goes off at night. Sometimes I hear it. Sometimes I don't, you know, how did we do it before though? We had the landline and just listen for it. If somebody called us that early in the morning, I was never of the age to need to worry about other things. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I, my landline, I guess was next. How to my, many times? In the last five years, or let's just say three years for better, you know, better memory control. Have you had to wake up in the middle of the night and take a call or something's going on where you had to have your phone by you in the middle of oh, the night? Very, very, very. Ever? Yeah. Really? Yeah, of course. For what? I can't remember one. I, I missed a, uh, God, what did I miss a phone call for? I missed a good one. Work. It's all work. I mean, it's all in the middle stuff. of the night. Somebody's calling. Oh, well, is this the transportation yeah, days? Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy get killed and I, I slept through those phone calls. I put Car my phone wreck? on silent though. Car wreck. Murder. Robbery. He got murdered. Yeah. A driver did. Yeah. One of the first guys I ever hired. In got, Reno. Yep. Got Yuck. crackhead robbed him at gunpoint. He didn't have any money. Kind of like him. this homeless deal that just killed that UFC fighter. Yeah. Or I mean that NASCAR driver. Yeah. Stabbed him to death at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Do you see a picture of that guy that did it? No. Wow. Wow is like, okay, so you really don't need your phone by your bed. You don't. Let's just be real. I do keep mine on silent though. Okay, it's on silent. How soon do you touch it? How do you wake up? Are you a self-waker upper? Yeah. Sunshine through the window or do you have blackout? What, self-waker upper? Self-waker upper word? Yeah. Uh, um, or so, do you have blackout curtains like I do? I get up at 6.30 every morning. No 6.30, what. Is, you pop up. Boom. How, uh, how fat, how long, what time after 6.30 do you touch your phone? 6.35. And what's the first thing you go to? Social media. No, email. 
Typically, if there's an email, nobody's icon, emailing you at six thirty in the morning from the West Coast about but, ice cream. But could be from last night, you know, the night before, whatever. Very rarely. Very nothing. Very rare. Very but rarely. I, but I open it if it has a notification on it. Okay. So have you thought about how dumb it is so that dumb. you go to social media that fast in the morning instead of being like, first off, I'm alive, thankfully. Second off, the freaking air outside where you live is awesome. You're at the base of the mountains. You go out in your backyard and just breathe that shit in because it's way better than in your room. Yeah. Third off, you might pop a cup of coffee. Fourth off, you might even throw down some eggs and some some uh, little breakfast ham or some goose sausage that we made out here. Or something off of the elk that you just killed or the deer that you smoked. But you go onto social media and I'm sitting here going like, why in the, f- I want to say the F word so bad. I'm really tired of it. I got so tired of it the last three days. You want to know why? Hmm. Physical ailment. What? My left elbow. Went okay. over it with my trainer. 100% from my arm being in this position. Doing Because I'm not just emailing or texting. Now I'm freaking doing the bullshit. And he's like, you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get, your arm's going to be, your uh, tendons and everything are tightening up because you're not getting full mobility in your arm. It's stuck here all the time. It used to be a laptop or a desktop, right? Sometimes an iPad, but now it's like this. Yep. He's like, you're lucky you got that irreversible eye surgery. Because your eyes would be going to shit as much as we're on our phone. Because we're always looking down at this bright screen. And these kids are wearing the right glasses. We're not. And then it's smaller font. So now you're, you're squinting more than you think you are. He's telling me all this stuff. And I'm going, I'm really truly treating myself really poorly. And I'm not living life the way it should be being lived. Like Lavor is living it. I know. Lavor's like, God, I'm going out. And he goes out and has coffee with his jeans on, with his pants unbuttoned and his belt undone, looking at his white-faced cow from 300 yards away and listening for a coyote howl. And we could do that where we live right now, but we choose not to because of this freaking fascination with horse shit. And that's the truth, right? Here's the other thing. I was just taught through a self-help seminar, okay, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to see where I'm at. Do I need this? I read the first four things. I'm like, I know all this. I teach this self. I teach this stuff to myself every day. Social media does nothing, in my opinion. Now, I'm not going to talk about business part of it because I know there's advertising and marketing. I get it. We've been shadow banned so bad, it's pitiful. But you tell me if you think this is true. I was going to try to find it. I maybe have took a screenshot of this in the seminar. It does nothing but make us compare ourselves to others. And that is a shitty way to live. Oh my God. He has that? So-and-so's on a vacation? So-and-so's on vacation? Like today I posted this stuff about Gator Skin, a company that we're involved in with Gator Coolers, sent me a bunch of new pads for the pool. They're not just pads for the pool. They've got Benelli and Traeger and Bandit and the provider and Jargon and Federal and all. They look really slick out there. So... I'm in my head going, this is badass. You know, like this is classy. looks good for our partners. We have people out here all the time. We're always entertaining. We're always filming content. And then I'm like, why did I put my swimming pool on social media? Why do I continue to do that? Well, Jack Daniels is in the bar. They're a part in the, in the bar. They're a partner. But Ellie's on the, the bricks, you know, or jargon and bandit and the foul life are on the fireplace. Just showing the lifestyle. But then I go online and I see a millionaire put his pool on there and I'm like, 
damn it, my pool's not as big as his. He's got, <laughs> he's got seats underwater to sit up at his bar and eat breakfast. I got to stand in mine. <laughs> That's bullshit. It's true. But if I, if I did, if I disciplined myself not to go on and look at that, Here's a great example, and then I'm going to let you talk. Because, dude, this is what I've been thinking on my head. I even had a one-hour session with my therapist last week about this. I don't know who The Rock is since I don't follow The Rock. Right. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's got a new movie coming out. Somebody said they went and saw Kevin Hart here like you went and saw Chris Rock. They walked out said it was terrible. But I'm just throwing that out there. Kevin Hart don't make me laugh, but I respect his work ethic. But I, a year and a half ago, I followed Kevin Hart. Haven't followed him. Got away from following tons of people when we got hijacked or what, what do we get? What is hacked. that? We got hacked. Um, I don't know anything about The Rock. I don't know about this or his workout or him having a cheat meal. Cause, and I'm just going off of memory. That's what he used to promote. Right. I don't know anything. And it feels so good to not compare myself to The Rock. How did that guy become the highest paid actor? That dude ain't an actor. That dude couldn't act his way out of a Ziploc bag. You want to be jealous and pissed off. He ain't no Al Pacino. He's the highest paid. He worked to get there. But now without knowing all that and keeping up with The Rock, it makes me wonder what those three to five million people liking his shit every day, what they truly are trying to find in life. What are we really doing in our own lives if we have time to like what The Rock is doing every day? Because I promise you, The Rock's life can be a little bit inspirational, but you are not going to have The Rock's life with what he has at his fingertips. No. He's able to have a full trainer and a full nutritionist and a full-time cook and this and that. And that's, and he, he deserves it all. But to sit there and watch it and know that his swimming pool is bigger than mine and that he's got a bigger horse barn than I got, I get pissed off. Mm-hmm. I don't get motivated. I'm like, man, I haven't achieved shit in life. We cannot stop comparing ourselves to other people because of social media. Yeah. Yeah, your name. No, 100%. But... So, so spin it the other way. How do you know where Guns N' Roses is playing this summer if you don't follow them on don't social media? Don't give a shit. But you don't really? I care enough to go on and find out. So you look them up online. The last say, thing I want to do in social media is go on and watch a video of a highlight of them playing in Sacramento last night, and I'm going to see them in Reno, Nevada, or Portland, Oregon tonight, and I just saw the freaking show. Right. What? That's the same light show. That, remember the WWE, WWF, uh, Weird Kids? Yeah, yeah. I watched Hulk Hogan freaking pin the freaking Genghis Khan at the MGM. Raised Hulk's hand, fell, raised his hand again, fell, raised it, stays up, gets up. That You know, this is after Genghis Khan spit the green stuff in his face, blinded him, beat the piss out of him, right? I thought it was real. That was Friday night. Sunday, I watched the same show from Indiana or somewhere, and it was the same match. <laughs> same exact match. I looked at my dad. I said... Wait a minute. They filmed this in Reno? Mean Gene Okerlund just said it was in freaking Indiana. It was just, it's in Indianapolis. That's the same match. What the hell's going on? We've been fooled. Your heart was broken right there. For so the now first you time. can go on to Guns N' Roses on any fan at the show. And if you follow Guns N' Roses, your phone will tell you. You know, they can tell. So they fill your feet up with oh, yeah. Guns N' Roses style videos. And you might as well not even go to the show. Now you're going to have different momentum. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin this. The luster. Look, I'm not ignorant. I know this is needed, Crosby. But what was your point? You could go onto the website. No, I'm saying, but or I could call I'm Robert Ico. I'm going to follow it up. It, people are moving away from websites. I literally. They are, dude. Why I, are they so much to get built then? 
Well, I think those people have a because the people at Bilbo are building two a year, a, a, rude, a rude awakening. But dude, I so I literally worked this event the other day, and it was a restaurant, and I wanted to look at the menu because I hadn't eaten all day, and I was going to order from this place I was going to. No website. It's a restaurant, grand opening. No restaurant, no, and, and only to go food. You you got to go on their social media to freaking see it, and it because that's free, you know. So. You couldn't just go down there and eat there? Well, that's what I ended up doing. But I wanted to try and order ahead so that I could have it ready and, you know, eat real quick before I started doing this next deal. And it just wasn't there to be had. Who do you follow on social media that you can't live without? Nobody. Now, now Jesse James, I know he's a hero of yours. Orange yeah, County Choppers. No. You follow all them goofs still? No. I follow Billy Lane, Choppers Inc. Why? Just because you're, you I like ride to a watch Harley, them build motorcycles and stuff. There's no other way to do it. Not really. I doubt they have websites. See, well, then you have an argument that, that it serves a purpose. But I don't need it. Would it would it change my life if I didn't see a dude build a motorcycle tomorrow? No. I mean, I don't care. Same with you know. Do you think that you're the the the, the theory of this is are we spending our time the most valuable? No. Because you no. you literally just said you're watching this stuff five minutes into your day, which is bullshit. It is. And and that's what like. Lately, my mind wanders to like, like I need, I want to, I need to leave the city that I live in, right? Like, because I feel like I, I'm stuck in this rut of like, you live in a different place than I do, and I, and I live, I don't live like in downtown Reno, but I live in the city, you know, like, so you know, I get up in the morning and could I get in my truck and go drive somewhere and go for a hike or you know whatever, yeah, but I, I guess I just don't do that stuff. So yeah, you, I get up in the morning, I. While I'm drinking my coffee, I'm looking at social media and I jump in the shower and go to work. You know, it's like a, but I hate that. Like I am envious of a, like you said, a guy like Lavore that gets up and he's out in the middle of God's country with a gun on his front porch and he can shoot a squirrel or a coyote while he's drinking his coffee and he doesn't have an internet connection. He doesn't even have power. You know, he's got to go start his generator if he wants anything that's electrical. That's a great place to be, dude. I mean, yeah, that that's that's but where why, I'm happy. Why do we why do we seek that? And tell people we that's who we are because that's we, who we seek that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We seek that. People that's who seek, we want to be. People seek their phone. But you could but you could be that guy. You personally, yeah. with your ability to hunt and fish, and I don't know if you're the best. You can butcher. I don't know if you're the best cook. But you said that you're starting to get into it more and more with your yeah. Traeger. Why don't you just go do it? That's the question is, yeah. why don't you go to the five dot and you fly fish? Why don't you just go get your rod that first hour of the day and go down to the river? Don't say because you don't want to get stabbed by a homeless <laughs> yeah, dude. That's exactly why I don't. <laughs> don't say that, dude. Because I don't want to catch a hypodermic needle in a diaper. That's what I mean. Hey, hey dude, I, I would love to change my surroundings and, you know, live that little bit slower life and, yeah, be out fishing at first light instead of looking at my phone. I would love that. I think we're stuck in this grind. I mean, I am, you know, for sure. And, and like you said, this has been going, this is nothing new. Now the workforce is shifting, but sadly, sadly. And I also think it's shifting more towards people staring at their phones. Cause now I think everybody that works from home and you guys can beat up on me all you want, but they're spending all their time on that social media because you don't have a boss that's freaking beat up on walking. beat up on you for what? 
because everybody wants to work from home now. You're a you're a you're a moron, uh, you know, Neanderthal. If you don't think everybody should work from home, hundred percent. Oh, I know. I just Sad. read. I read an article today that you know, uh, you're a boomer is what they call you. You know, you're a boomer. You yeah. boomer. You think that we should all work from it's an crazy. office? We're way more productive from home. Go tell Rick Revilio that. Exactly. No, it, it, they're pulling the, the. They're trying to pull the fleece over everybody. We all know what happens. Work from home. Sure. Right. It's it's because it's, of the COVID and the pandemic. Right. People went home and people saw, man, we're paying one hundred fifty thousand dollars for this building and that building a year. Let's get rid of those buildings, apply that to different costs, and just let all these individuals work from home. Well, that is only going to last for so long. Right. You're not. It ain't going to be. It ain't going to be. There's going to be a lot of people being like, man, I'm doing a job for a lot of mo- for a lot. I'm doing working four hours a day and I'm getting paid a lot of money right. and they're going to work for even less hours a day right. to, to keep, you know, keep getting more and more. And it's partial work. Yeah. It's, partial it's, work. My laptop's up with my email open, but so is Facebook on my phone <laughs> and I got this tunes playing in the background, you know, and I'm going to go have lunch with my wife for two hours and I already had breakfast and Hey, everybody wants that. Okay. I mean, everybody, everybody would love to just have money without doing work for it, but that's not how the world works. And until somebody figures out how that's going to happen, it shouldn't happen. And, I, you know, like you said, these big corporations and stuff, they, they cut some out of the bottom line. And employees make the argument that they were spending X number of dollars on fuel and X number of hours in the commute and da 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 And I mean, hey, you can see the argument from both sides. But the bottom line is, you know, unless you're going to open your own business, you're going to work for somebody. And that person is expecting productivity from you. And I don't care what they say. There's no way productivity is up from people that work from home. I, I just, I can't see it. No way. I just can't. And, and I, I mean, I just can't. And Remember Bill Burr's skit about motherhood? No. Any job that you can do in a pair of sweatpants is not the hardest job. Exactly. I got to bend over and get this Barney DVD out of the machine. <laughs> exactly, dude. And it's well, funny. Dude, dude. Remember all those videos of them dudes and girls getting caught of like wearing shorts with their tie on up here for their Zoom meetings, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, people were getting away more and more with everything. Oh, dude, my buddy, I won't name names. His very first Zoom meeting, he made the Chicago skyline his background. Yep. So no one ever knew any different, right? He told me Thursday, he's at the lake. He brings one polo golf shirt. He gets up Friday morning because they have a mandatory Friday Zoom call because companies know, right? So you have a mandatory Friday Zoom call because you want to make sure everybody's at work. He would jump in the lake, slick his hair back, put his one polo shirt on, open his Zoom from the lake where his Chicago skyline would pop up and not his camp trailer, and he would do his Zoom meeting for an hour or whatever on Friday, and as soon as it was over, he'd turn it off and he's partying at the lake back every, the every lake. day is a three, or every week's a three-day weekend because that's all he had to be accountable for. I remember there was a kid, you, you brought up Rick Revilio. You know, he, he was arguing with Rick. You know, why, why am I punished if I can do my job in four hours, you know, that takes somebody else eight? Why can't I just leave at the four-hour mark, be paid for eight, you know, on salary? It's the same exact mentality. Same thing. Right. That's, what I, that's where I was going. But there's more work to be done, right? It's just, just yeah. because. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Like, oh, well, uh, this is uh, brewing over here. Yeah, well, well, that's brewing. Go start that process over there. Yeah. Stop thinking that just because you're not actively working that the work is done. Like you got to, you got to, I mean, I guess if you have the right management, you got to set those, you know, you got to set those limits and those expectations forth. But I see it all the time. 
all the freaking time where people are like, well, I'll just go do this while I'm waiting on this. I'm like, no, that's not a job. No, that's not how work works. It's, it's, it's funny when you bring an 82 year old man in here, like Les, and talk about his old company. There wasn't none of that shit. I promise you there was none of that. No, none of it. When he comes in here and he'll look at me and he'll be like, literally, and he'll cuss. What in the, f- are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, um, well, SCI wanted me to do this little talk where I'm going to spread it out. And he's like, what the f- for? Like, you don't get it, right? <laughs> yeah. So if he sees me slacking off, if he see, he knows my work mentality, he knows my work ethic. He sees me slacking off. He'll be like, what are you doing? What, why are you not working? Because he is literally used to the freaking mentality. You get two 15-minute breaks and a half-hour lunch. Right. And if you got you're time here to, at this time and you're here at this time, that lunch hour don't count against your eight hours. Time to lean, you got time to clean, dude. Yeah, and if you're smart, you might want to turn that eight hours into 10 if you want to impress the boss. That right. mentality doesn't exist anymore. Nope. It doesn't. You, you know, know why? It's, it's, it's sad because that, that, that mentality of work ethic <clears> – <throat> You were going to say something, I'm going to let you, but I talked to the same trainer that I was telling you about my elbow, my, my discarded elbow here, not from an older nerve or Tommy John, because I'm a badass pitcher from too much social media. What an asshole. There's a new show on A&E called Intervention for Digital Intervention. Have you seen this? No, but. Have you seen it? I'm There's sure a show on there insane. called Intervention, Intervention about drug addicts, you know, heroin yeah. and opiates, all this. There's a new one about social media. I watched a little bit last night and I'm like, I'm going to watch this for two minutes. I put on A&E because my, the only show I watch on TV is the first 48 on A&E. It's my favorite show. Only show I watch. I thought it was on last night. Took it on this, this show's on this digital or whatever intervention. My jaw was on the ground. I'm literally watching this girl that they're getting ready to perform this intervention on take selfies of herself. And then there's this fact she's been on this growing her audience for seven years and she's never made a profit one year. This is her full-time job. I'm like, Holy fuck. So my point is, is this whole mentality of I'm going to do less is being bred into us and we're in trouble. We are in some serious trouble because everybody thinks they can get away with anything. There's no accountability. And then my point is, before I let you talk, when you go to boss them, it's almost impossible because they're like, what are you going to do? This is, I can just go work from home and be, no, you're not in this job. You can't, you're not going to. People are afraid to be, to yell at people, to boss people, to get in their face, to push them harder. Remember that there's a show out there called Whiplash. You ever seen that movie? The drummer at UC Berkeley, mm-hmm. uh, not UC Berkeley, but Berkeley School of Music in Boston. They say it's in New York, but I, I heard the stories about Boston because it's based on true events. Go watch that with HK Simmons, J, JK Simmons, the actor. He's a drum instructor there, a band instructor. And it's about this drummer. He says that his mentality is to push people, but he's a little bit overboard. But man, that's how I was pushed my whole life. We don't have that anymore. Can't do it anymore. We don't have it anymore. We're all soft. Get in trouble. You're an asshole. I'm going to film you and turn you in. Yep. It's, it's real. Like, can you imagine that if I yell at one of my producers here, that I take a chance that they're recording me and they're going to send it to people that know me and be like, hey, Chad, we heard that you yelled at this employee. We can't have that. Really? Really? I can't be stressed and have a bad day as a boss and say something that I didn't mean or, or manage the way that I want to manage. You can't do that anymore. Les, going back to Les, and I'm ending it like this. Les can't, he don't get it. Nobody. He can't fathom it. He can't fathom it. He's, he's to the mindset of you want a job, you're going to do it this way. And you can't barely do that anymore. Dude, JP's in the same boat with Les, dude. 
he grew up, you know, 25 years in the restaurant industry and, you know, just trying to, trying to create a living. This is what we forgot. You know, trying to create a living, not for yourself, but for your employees too, right? That's what people have forgotten. The job is your, is your means. It's your, it's how you, how you navigate life. And, and business owners take pride in putting, not putting food on their own table, but putting food on the table of 50 people, right? You know, you, you know it yourself. You can say, Hey, I, you got 25 employees, whatever I'm putting food on 20. You take pride in that. Somehow we lost that. And now they just look at the boss or the owner as just the, the, the guy cracking the whip and you give it enough time in a management position, you're going to have your toes stepped on over and over and over and over again. Your guard's going to come up. You're stressed all the time anyway. Always. And you've seen it all before, right? I, I mean, and so you get frustrated and you, you know, your temper elevates, your voice elevates. The, the, I love reading these things, you know. Oh, good managers, you know, they, they sit down and discuss with you. Get, get, have your morning shift called into about 47 times on you in a lifetime and where you go in and you got to figure out who's going to cover it or you cover it yourself. And then when that 48th person calls in sick and you, Oh yeah, that's great. You know, I feel great that you've called in sick. You know, it's like, that's not reality, dude. That's not life. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get tired of the same person calling in sick every day. You're going to get tired of the same person making the same mistake. It's going to happen. Now you can't even, there's nothing you can do about it, right? They've handcuffed the managers. They've handcuffed the owners and you either deal with it and get some, some productivity out of that person, or you, you pop your cork, they quit or you fire them and you don't have anyone to replace them. And we're stuck in this perpetual cycle of, of, of bad employment. And it's, it's so sad to see, and you see it, it is not one it is not one uh, industry or one business or one type of business. It's all of them right now. That from the waitresses and bartenders that you know, I met a guy that does a, a t-shirt company. His lowest paying job is twenty six dollars an hour. That person is to to divide the shirts up by size and count to twelve, and he can't fill that position. No. Yeah. You Div- you you could be a you could be a heavy equipment operator making fifty five bucks an hour. They can't fill that position. And it's insane. What do you mean can't fill the position? There's no one out there to work. And so still, you, this is still going on. Still, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it, and it goes back to what you just said. You, you, you get frustrated. You, you manage your, you boss or you blow your stack to an employee and they, they go, I'm not taking this. I, I can go work from home. I can do whatever. That mentality is across the board. And now, like I said, from a, from a, Waitress, bartender, you know, cook, dishwasher to a heavy equipment operator. It's all the same. They got, there's jobs there to be filled and nobody to fill them. And the mentality of, I'm not going to work at a place like that. I'm not going to do that for a guy that's going to raise his voice to me because I called in sick on the fifth Monday in a row. Has the social media play a role in the in that attitude? 100%. Wait a minute. We can't just say 100% because the origins people would say, well, that came from the subsidy, you know, subsidizing and the free money. And the pandemic and people not being able to go to work. It all started it. But what role did social media, in your opinion, play in this mentality? Well, you, you just said it a minute ago. You got a gal that's, that's posting a million selfies a day that, you know, she wants to become an influencer. 
so there's many facets of that. You know, OnlyFans is a big one. OnlyFans is like a, we'll call it what it is. It's an amateur pornographic site for people to sign up. You could be your neighbor on there. So if you're willing to sit in front of your phone and do weird things and get paid six bucks a subscriber, you got dudes that, or men and women that stream video games now for, you know, the top guys are making millions of dollars. Then you got 90, just like baseball, 98% of the rest of the people, they're not making a dime off of it, but they call it a job and they call it a, you know, well, I'm not making any money. So we get our government subsidies. Well, but I do have a job. I'm a, I'm a streamer, right? I'm a whatever. I thought that was one of the guys on the show last yeah, night. There a was a girl and a guy and his, his whole deal was live streams. Yeah. So I got one, one guy watching me play a video game on my computer. I'm not making any money. Said the most he's ever made was uh, before taxes was $1,500 a month based on his subscription rate and his number of subscribers. Sure. So 1500 a month. What? If you live in your mom's basement he and, does. and you don't have any. And so did that girl and she was 30. Yeah. yeah. So you got no cost of living. But that's going to go away, right? Your parents are either not going to let you live there forever. Your parents aren't going to live forever. So at some point, that ain't going to cut it. But, you know, that is, that's a direct social media impacting the workforce of people going, I don't need to have a nine to five anymore. I'm going to stream a video game or I'm going to have my alone time and video it and put it up on a site for people to pay and watch. Or I'm going to, now I don't mind people that sell stuff, right? If you're a craftsman, if you make a, you make a wood cutting board and you sell it online and that's your business. I, I think that's okay. But I guess, and I guess how, how do I fault a content creator? If they're, if someone's going to consume that content and pay for it, but it's all the ones, like I said, a major league baseball player, they're up here, they got an income from it. And then you got 98% of the rest of the world that isn't making a dime off of it, but they collect their government money and they say that they're, that but they business. think, but they think because they're on their phones all the time that they can do it too. Yeah, and they're when doing really something. nobody. Everybody's like, put it on who gives a shit Exactly. Hmm. So, social media is dumb. It really is. It's got to be because if I see one more, oh god, how can I say this? People have this mentality. Oh, lighten up, have some fun, cut up. I'm like, no. Give a shit about your little pre your little choreographed dance. Well, don't watch that if you don't want. I don't want to watch. I want people to be productive. I don't need that shit. Right. I don't care about the next dance craze on TikTok. We've fallen for all this shit. We keep falling for it. I know. And in return, our communities are falling apart because of the wrong mentality in life. Dude, these TikTok tech, dance, all of this stuff that you're talking about is a waste of time. It is. It's a waste of time. It's got to go back and revolve back to old school. It's got to. We cannot keep going down this track of waking up and reaching for that phone and getting, an el- and getting elbow tendonitis because your phone, your arm is in that position so much of swiping to see how other people are living their lives. And you could say all you want. Well, that guy's selling a cutting board and, and that girl's selling some, some uh, crochet and, and building selling a duck call. But... 90% of the stuff I watch on there is not to buy something. Right. 99% of the stuff I watch on there is not to buy something. Okay. So you tell me, here's how we're going to end this. Little challenge. I had a challenge with another employee this week that we're getting, you know, the rules written. That's a little physical challenge. 
could you be transparent and honest and have a, I don't know if we call it a gentleman bet. We're old enough. We're in Nevada. I guess it's illegal to bet if there's not like a, a governing agent around. I don't know the rules on betting anymore. Let's bet a hundred dollar bill. Today is July 19th, August 20th. You cannot touch your phone for an hour when you wake up. Now, is there an instance to where, well, I got a call at seven at this ice cream guy that wants to buy my stuff in the Bronx. That's up to you. You got to get up at five. You got to go one hour without touching your phone. You're saying, so I get up in the morning and instead of grabbing my phone, like I just told you I did, I don't grab it. You live life. And I don't. Because I'm not going to buy that you didn't get on social media. No, I agree. One hour of eyes opening that you do not touch your apparatus. Could you make that bet and be transparent and honest to not lie and say, oh yeah, I never touched it once. Can I put the music on while I shower? Can't touch it for the first hour. (laughs) That would suck. You got a voice. Just say Siri. Oh, that's true. But you can't say Siri. What's my Instagram doing? Can you, can you legitimately, it's a hundred dollars. Like that's a, that's a, a a fifth of a tank of gas. That's a, that's a half a lunch. Yeah. Half a lunch in the Biden economy. Yeah. Uh, So could you do it? Could you say, could you discipline yourself for a hundred dollars, which is nothing. I'm not saying that's nothing. A hundred dollars, a lot of money. Right. Could you discipline yourself not to touch your phone for the first hour of eyes being opened? That means hugging on your girl. That means rolling with your dogs. That means coffee at the fire pit. That means exercising, maybe doing a couple jumping jacks, getting the heart rate going a little bit. Maybe a couple burpees if you're really challenging yourself. That might be going out and starting the Harley up and breathing the fumes a little bit, getting ready for Sturges. That might be a little jog or a walk with the dogs. I probably probably could do it. You think you can go 30 days or 31 days from right now. Well, how many days are in July? 31, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's 31 days in July. You think you can go, you think you can go 20, about 20 days? Let me, I don't, I mean 30 days. Starting tomorrow, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 days you're allowed to touch your phone within the first hour on August So 20th. even if it rings or there's a text or it, you're talking, it just stays on the charger for an hour. On the hour. Because you know it ain't going to ring that much at 6.30 in the morning. I don't care who you are. And even if it does, it can wait. Now, this is going to take some pre-planning. This is going to take me going, hey, Georgia Benelli in Baltimore, I'm not going to do. Well, if he says, hey, Chad, I got to talk to you at 9 o'clock Eastern, which is 6 o'clock here, that means I got to get up at 4, 4.30 because I can touch my phone at 5.30. Can you discipline yourself? Now, people out there listening going, this is the dumbest shit. No, can you do it? It would be very difficult. Because dude. I promise you that everybody wakes up and grabs and goes, holy shit, what's Huey Lewis? I wonder what that Huey Lewis is like, Did to. anyone call me last did night? Huey I got Louis, any did Huey Lewis release a new album? I'm going to look on his Instagram. The real Huey Lewis <laughs> yeah. with the blue check mark. Hey, George Brett, has a, George Brett dude. has an Instagram. I said it the other day. I talked to George. I'm trying to hang out with him in a couple weeks. I said, hey, you the one that keeps liking all my shit on Instagram from your account? And he goes, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> Just like that. He goes, I don't even, I don't know what the fuck is on that thing. Yeah. I mean, this is the best, he's the best, right? Old school. He's living his best life. He don't know what's going on on social media. People be like, well, he made his money. No, he's still living. He's still building businesses. He's still doing his thing. He's only in his 60s. He's a young man. 
This would Look be a at tough you're scared. to take, man. That's it, tough for I'm me t- too, but I'm willing to try. We're going to have it together, you and I. And here's the deal. Here's the other part of the bet. Every time you touch it, it goes up in $10 increments to the winner. So the bet's going to continue running the Somebody's full 30 gonna, days, and it could be and as whoever high has, as, And whoever has the least cuts on their belt, the least chi, least cheeks, chinks in their armor, are going to win the money. So, so if you have $100 and you touch it, 50, 50, let's say, 20 times in the 30 days, now you owe, you owe $10 increments times 20 is $200 more, so right? So you owe 300 So you owe 300 more dollars. You owe 300 more If I only touch it five... That's only 50 more on there. You that, owe me 250. Right, 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 right. Man, this would be a tough bet. For but you got to be honest. You got to be a, a man and be honest no, and say, I, I'm not worried about the honesty part, but I am very conditioned to, like I said, dude, that's exactly I, the I, word I was looking for. Yeah. You're like a dog with a freaking collar on yeah. him. You're conditioned. I am. And we all are. It's horse shit. Yeah. Never in our lives has this happened. Have you ever been conditioned like this? Never. And it's only going to get worse. I hope they're not. expanding where these things work. I used to love going deer hunting or something. Your phone wouldn't work, so you'd have to worry about it. Or you, you know, you drive up to the mountain. You know, what do you a couple take it days. for? In case of an emergency. Right? Oh, really? My dad went on thousands of deer <laughs> hunts without no, a cell I phone. I, so I'm blaming my parents because they bought me my first cell phone at 16. They wouldn't go let get me a use satellite it. phone. They let me go keep get it a satellite in the, in the glove box. Go get a satellite phone, and if they you need work. to take it out, and if you're really into it, you'll pay the 15 bucks a minute. <laughs> just have that all the time. Yeah. No, just on your deer hunting trips. Oh, I got to take a picture with my cell phone. That really? Who's going to look at it, dipshit? <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> Print it out. This is a very difficult bet. I'll take it. You're taking it. Yep. Okay, you heard it here. We're ending this episode. This life ain't for everybody. Breaking it down. Starting Shad tomorrow, Belden, Alex Crosby. Starting tomorrow, July 20th, 2022 to August 20th, 2022. 31 days full on the 32nd day, because there's 31 days in July. We are going to add up how many times I'm going to make a chart tonight of the hundred times. And I'm going to mark down each day on the calendar. If I touch my phone within the first hour, cause you might forget. Let me clarify something. So the, the original hundred dollars is lost to the very first person that touches their phone. Correct. And then the $10. I think that's just, the ba- I think that's just the base. Every time you touch it, it goes $10 up from the hundred. Every time you don't, you just stay at a hundred. So if you don't touch it at all at the end of the thing, and you have a hundred on your side and I've touched it 50. If I've touched it 10 times, I got another hundred. I got 200 over here. You get all the 200 and keep your hundred. Does that make sense? So if one guy doesn't, if neither of us touch it at all, then nobody pays anything. Nobody pays anything. If we just, stay, touch, we just so stay at our hundred. If I'm the first guy that touches it, now I owe you 110. You owe me 110. And as long as you then Don't touch, touch it, it, now 110, now we're basically back to even. Yes. Got it. Okay. I if I it. touch it. If you touch it, One if time. you never touched it, you're getting that hundred plus however many times I've touched it. Beyond yes. That. It's a okay. great bet. It is a good bet. It's a great bet because as much as Cause you're you gonna... don't, cause you don't want to just fail out of it on day two and then go, fuck it. I owe you, excuse me. No, you can I owe say you a hundred bucks. You can't do now that. You owe 120, and you also, if you also go like this at six 30 and you grab it and you're looking, you went, Oh shit. And you put it down. No, it counts. And then all of a sudden, uh, 40 minutes later, you forget again. That's two touches right. in the first I hour. Agree. So now you're 20 bucks in that one day. Because it happens. I've done that where I'm like, put this motherfucker away. And, and then, then I'm bangs. like, I got, I got to go see what's going on. Somebody had to have texted me. I didn't hear it vibrate and I didn't hear it ding. It's on silent. But I, I'm I, gonna think, tap the I think it's on silent. <laughs> I'm just going to check it out. No, I don't even have that, 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 that notification deal. So I got to go all the way into it. Oof. And then you know what happens? The text doesn't have a bubble by it. But I see that Instagram icon. Oh, wonder yeah. what's gotta, going gotta on over here. I wonder if Mike, Sh- Mike Schmidt conditioned his glove today. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? I doubt it because he ain't freaking on there. Oh. Chad Belding, Alex Crosby. Thank you, Jack Daniels. This Life Ain't For Everybody Breaking It Down series. We'll be back at you with another episode. Thank you for the downloads and subscriptions. We're going to go out with Brent Cobb. Here we go. Morning's going to come. Good morning.